Welcome to the Limitless Healing Podcast, where everyone is welcome to take a front row seat and listen in on inspiring conversations, stories of healing, and action steps to help you live your best life. My name is Colette Brown, and I am passionate about all things wellness, mind, body, soul, inspired by my own personal transformation from unwell and not knowing where to turn to thriving and flourishing and motivated to help you do the same. I share this platform with medical doctors, wellness practitioners, chronic illness survivors, meditation and mindfulness gurus, innovators of products from food to technology and more. Think of it as a one-stop shop for wellness resources where you can listen to professionals from around the world to help you thrive. Join me Mondays and Wednesdays while sipping a cup of tea or making your favorite meal as we explore the world of wellness together. This is the Limitless Healing Podcast. Welcome to Wellness Wednesdays. Usually I do this solo, but I am bringing on again, my sister, Caitlin Weiss, who is a fitness expert and she is diving deep into how to keep the body running optimally. And today she's going to talk to us about protein. So welcome Caitlin to the podcast. Thank you for having me on again, Colette. It's an honor. It's good to be back with you and sharing space with my sister. It's great. It's the best kind of space to share. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So we're talking protein today and we're going to give you guys some quick snippets of what is protein? Why is it good for you? What is it for? When should we eat it? All those questions. So, um, Caitlin, so why is protein so important for our bodies? So protein is very important for our bodies. It's a great question to ask. Um, we have three main fuel sources. We have number one, we have carbohydrates. We have fat. This is the second. And then the third is protein. So of the three, protein is pretty important because um, we use that for cellular repair. And then I'd like to backtrack and talk about ATP a little bit. So those three formulas, the carbohydrates, fat, and protein, are used to make adenosine triphosphate, otherwise known as ATP. And when we have this ATP in our body, it actually supplies us with an enormous amount of energy. Isn't that like the energy producing part of the cell, right? The ATP production. Correct. Yes. Right? So it's for cellular repair. It's for just in general for energy. For instance, if you were to just jump into the air all of a sudden or have to dive onto the ground for whatever <laughs> for whatever reason hopefully it's a good reason you would use that <laughs> ATP storage your ATP PC um, and that is just readily available anytime you need a short burst of energy so these three sources really help us with that so if you're doing like hit workouts it's probably being used a lot hit yes hit is a little bit more complex um but that is basically where you are using the ATP storage. And then, um, and it goes beyond that too. And that actually puts you into an epoch mode where it's excess post-oxygen consumption. And you're using beyond that and your, your body works over time. And then it also helps with the production of growth hormone and so on and so, so forth. So it's, it's really interesting to to really get into these things and see why your body works the way it does. 
Yeah, it is. Can you tell us like exactly what is a protein? Because I know it comes in many forms. Yes. So. so protein, um, a complete protein would be um, chicken, beef, um, let's see, fish, any of those. Those are complete proteins because they contain the complete amino acid profile. And so um, a protein are amino acids linked by peptide bonds, the building blocks of our body tissues. And so when you eat a piece of chicken, for instance, we munch that down and we absorb it and those become amino acids into the body and they go into our stomach and then therefore they go into our bloodstream. And that gives us what we need for our muscles or for some other uses in our body, which we'll get into in a little bit. So uh, what is a protein? So we went over the amino acids. They're linked by peptide bonds. And it's really interesting because the human body requires 20 different amino acids. So 11 we make, and then nine we do not make. So of those nine that we do not make, we have to seek from other sources. So the mm. question like you asked, what is protein? That's a great question because we can get protein from plants, some of it, but then the other parts of protein we have to get from animals. It's really important to know what kind of protein you're getting. So if I sit down with some of my clients that I'm training, we talk about protein. So it's a very serious topic. That's how we build our muscle. That's how we feel mm -hmm. satiated. So we don't gain weight. Right. There's so many ins and outs, but we talk about what is a protein. And so some people will say, well, when I ask them, what is your protein intake like? They say, okay, well, I have a little bit of yogurt and I have some peanut butter and celery, but it's not a complete protein. And some people just are not aware of what protein is. And so when you look at a complete amino acid profile, you're going to be looking at um, beef, chicken, all of those things, fish. And those are the best place to seek those proteins Whereas if you are, if you are, um, vegetarian and you just really struggle with meat or it just grosses you out, make sure that you're getting an ample amount of protein. So you need to be having an even more protein than the typical person who is consuming meat. You have to work harder. So if you're eating legumes, um, all of those things that you would seek the plant protein from, you just need to be making sure you're eating a lot of it and talking to your doctor and making sure that you are hitting that protein requirement. So for every pound of body weight you have, you need to be consuming one gram per pound of body weight. This really, this came about, I don't know, I could be botching this in the sixties or seventies. We had to start tracking how much protein people were consuming because, um, really like, you know, plant proteins started becoming more popular and people weren't getting enough because people were scared about getting too much fat in their diet. And so like, that whole like trans fat era and all of those things that people were really concerned about. So the health organization had to be checking and monitoring how much protein people were consuming. And so it's not necessarily just the protein that we should be getting, but the amino acids that we should be getting. And so really interesting when you eat protein and you eat say 10 grams of protein, your body only consumes half of that for your muscle. So say you're strength training, you're working really hard and you get done with your, your weightlifting and you're, you're lifting super heavy or whatever it is, whatever your goals are. And you go to take that protein shake in and only has 10 grams of protein in it. And you think, okay, well, I got 10 grams here. I have, you know, 50 more to go. Well, your body is only taking in about half of that protein 
for your muscles. The other half is going to your tissues, your organs, and it's using that and generating it so it can have a pool of amino acids in your body readily available for you. And so we, it's really important that we understand how much we're getting in. And so when I, when I go to consume protein, I try to get 20 to 30 grams of protein in, especially after I exercise so that I have enough for my muscles and then enough mm-hmm. for whatever repair my body needs to do. Wow. That's a great tip. I, I think it's fascinating when we're, we start to fine tune and you are trying to get to that next level of, uh, if it's bodybuilding or if you're after 30, then our bodies naturally lose muscle yes. mass and we need to keep that. We need to keep doing exercises to build the muscle. And if we're not getting enough protein, then we're not going to be doing as effective of job of building that muscle back as well. So Correct. Yeah. this is a really important topic. It's very important. I always try to encourage, especially the older generation, they don't get enough protein and they don't understand sometimes what that protein needs to look like a complete protein. What's the difference between a complete protein. And so we have to discuss that because especially, and then after the age of 50, then you're hitting, you know, sarcopenia and you're just completely losing um, your body mass with your lean body tissue. And so why is that? Why is that such a big deal? You know, we're all going to age and get old and die someday, right? Well, we want to have the most effective and healthy life that we can. We want to be happy. And so when we lose that muscle, we tend to fall or we become really weak. We can't get up out of the chair without pushing our hands against something that's, you know, next to us so that we can stand up, you know? And so these little things like protein, for instance, our protein consumption really does matter because it's going to improve our strength. And so, um, as you're, if you're not a huge exerciser, or if you are exercising, just keep your protein consumption really high. And then, um, a couple of considerations I'd like to share with you is, um, you know, can protein supply energy? You know, if you're all about fat and protein and you don't really eat carbohydrates and you're, you know, you're all about just staying as lean as you can with, you know, this certain diet, I wanted to encourage you to try to get some, some carbohydrates and fat to um, make those numbers a little higher because when those numbers get too low, our body cannot supply sufficiently supply our ATP storage, which really has so many other interactions in our body. If that cellular structure is not in place, then we really, we, for lack of a better term, we're not going to be as productive in our body. And so it's, it's amazing. Our body is so forgiving and so resilient that Mm -hmm. we can just be either, um, just careless or just ignorant of the fact that, you know, these, these dietary considerations are are so actually very important for us and our body's forgiving and it just, it goes along for the ride. So it can adapt, but it's just harder on that system. I would like to just add to that and say when the big scare happened about all the fat and everything fat-free and sugar-free, they were looking at studies that they were consuming animals that were fed hormones and soy and uh, antibiotics and it's a really poor source. So what I encourage people to do is don't just buy the, the cheap meat, look for the grass fed. And there's also something to be said about a hundred percent grass fed. So if you do live in the country, 
there's farmers that will raise a cow for you and you can split it between four families or there are other places that can ship it to you if you have trouble finding it in your grocery store and you can store it so you can have a well-sourced meat and they raise them raise them very humane mm-hmm. and so if you're afraid of eating protein based on old antiquated studies maybe revisit that and understand that when you're eating a very natural source that that is not applicable. Yes. That's a really good point. Just eating really clean and trying to make sure that source of protein is the best quality um, that you can afford. There's ways you can go around that. And like you said, buying in bulk is a really good Mm -hmm. way to make it more affordable. Um, And, Mm -hmm. you know, too, you have to remember we're investing in our health and we're investing in our future, you know, like um, strength training, protein intake, and, you know, getting a good source of protein. It's like, I like to compare it to, you know, we're working right now so that we can store away for retirement. So, (laughs) you know, it's, it's a funny analogy, but it really is true. When you stop to think about it, how we take care of our bodies today is going to be our future for, you know, when we age, when we get older. And so what we put into it now is really what we're going to reap later on. And that's a great point about, about people not wanting to take the time or the resources. And, but there's so many people that will go to Starbucks twice a day and drop Mm -hmm. 15, $20. And that is, you could have your grass fed meat, your free range chicken with that money. Mm -hmm. So what choices are you making as an investment in your own health for the future? Exactly. That's so important. So important. We can spend what we want to whenever we want to. And sometimes we forget because we lack the discipline and sometimes we lack the understanding. So I would encourage people to just, you know, do your research, um, you know, our bodies, this is what carries us through life. You know, this is what takes us through every day and we want to be healthy and happy and be there for our families, for friends, and we can't show up um, halfway there. So it really does matter. And then a couple of um, other considerations too, if you do um, intermittent fasting or you're doing just any type of fasting at all, make sure that you, if you're not eating, that you are strength training and that you keep the strength training um, at a high. You should be strength training just about every single day to keep your body and protein muscle synthesis. And that's another um, consideration is why we eat protein is to keep it in a synthesis mode where we're always producing those proteins. So when we go maybe on um, a vegetarian diet, we really can deplete our system of its that storage. And, um, and then with the fasting, it's very important. Although fasting has a lot of great health benefits to it, make sure that you're counteracting that. And then if you're just altogether afraid to even eat protein because you've had a history of um, kidney or liver disease, ask your doctor what would be appropriate for you and really try to nail that down to see what you can do and benefit your body most with. These are really good tips. I love it. And I appreciate you taking the time and sharing what you've studied in this. And, um, I want to keep having you back on as our resident fitness expert to help keep us all healthy. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add to what we need to know about protein? Um, just that it's just the power of protein and that 
just, I would encourage you to study about protein. Um, Claude, I know you have some really good content on, you know, some guests that you've had on and then some things that you have to say there too. Um, I know you mentioned bone broth. Bone broth is an incredible source mm-hmm. of protein. Um, collagen, you're getting your amino acid profile there. It's like the best way you can get that. It's amazing. Um, there's some other people out there that I like to listen to as well that have great um, content on protein, but just do your research so that you understand what it is and how you can supply your body best with that. Great advice. Thank you. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you. And I hope you have a beautiful week. Thank you. You too. And everyone else, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, be well. You just finished another episode of Limitless Healing, where we dive into all things wellness. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would share it with your friends and family. Together, we can plant seeds of hope that leads to transformation in our lives and the lives of those we love. Let's get healthy together.